the Arizona Cardinals are playing the Philadelphia Eagles at the perfect time, and not for the reason you may think. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen, free wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So. This game could go a couple different ways on Sunday. One and the most unlikely is a Cardinals victory in convincing fashion. So let's kind of remove that one. The second one, which is the second least likely, but a lot likelier than we maybe would have thought when the season started through this, you know, journey for both teams, really. For the Eagles, you know, they started out really hot. They've lost a couple of games in a row. The Giants gave them trouble. Um, they can't stop anybody through the pass. Uh, their pass defense is terrible. Um, the second least likely, but a lot likelier than than we maybe thought when the 2023 season started was, a competitive game, high scoring, the results in a Cardinals loss. Um, and most likely is probably the Eagles winning in convincing fashion, the Cardinals scoring some garbage time points later in the game, which has kind of been a staple this year, and, you know, move on to week nine, week 18 and move on to the offseason. Uh, Kyler Murray had a Christmas bug, didn't practice, was limited in practice yesterday also. Um, I expect him to play. Like, this isn't like they're shutting down Kyler Murray for the season. We would have known that already. So I find it, you know, it'd be a long shot for him not to play on Sunday. So, but... When I put, you know, on the overlay on YouTube, uh, if you haven't, you know, subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you're just listening now and not on YouTube or on YouTube and not subscribed, just hit the subscribe button, man. Turn notifications on. You'll know when the new videos are out. Uh, I appreciate it wholeheartedly. And um, everydayers, first timers, thank you for listening. Um, on the overlay, it says Cardinals playing Eagles a perfect time for the first segment. Let me kind of go a little bit deeper into this. I'll talk about the game. I'll talk about, you know, the players, the specific players under a microscope more in depth in the second segment. But the overall theme here, the overall theme of the season was they got to figure out what they got. Namely with Kyler Murray, obviously, because he's the head of the snake or, you know, whatever. He's he's leading the charge here. But there's a lot of other players on this team that we found out most likely will not be on the roster next year or most or will be on the roster next year. But there are some fringy guys that you don't really know what the future is going to hold. And you want to see what they've got, especially against one of the best offensive and defensive lines in football with the Eagles. So there's a couple offensive guys. There's a couple defensive guys. Um, I Let's go over quickly the players who we do not think will be on the roster next year, uh, you know, of, of consequence. I think you can talk about the entire cornerback room. We'll see if they bring back Antonio Hamilton. Um, Zayvon Collins, 
it's going to be very interesting to see what they do there. Lucky Fotu, we'll see what happens. He's going to, he was designated to return from IR, so they opened up the practice window there. Um, Hollywood, like Rondell Moore, Greg George, like there are so many guys who are fringe, yes, fringe, no. And the reason why Sunday's so important is you're going to find out because it's a really good team. This isn't a situation where it could be fool's gold if they're playing a team that isn't so great, but the Cardinals aren't great. But like if they're playing a team that is just a sieve defensively or has no offense, and it, it can kind of be like, oh, you know what, that player played very well that game. What does that mean for the future? We're going to find out real quick who's playing at a level that would lend them to be a part of the Arizona Cardinals 2.0, as I've coined it, moving off after this season ends. There's going to be zero sugarcoating. There's going to be zero ability to hide, you know, uh, shortcomings, weakness, like we've seen all year. I mean, this is the culmination of the season. I know the week 18, they, they play Seattle at home at the end of the year. Uh, Seattle will have something to play for most likely. So that won't be a sitting everybody game. But this is one where after especially watching the Eagles kind of crap the bed handful of times this year of late, Jonathan Gannon going to his own stopping grounds at the link. This is going to be exactly what the Arizona Cardinals need to determine once and for all who their guys are, which is going to be incredibly fascinating. It's going to be fascinating because <clears throat> I've spoken the abstract all year, all offseason. This is what happens in the future. This is what will happen in the future. Potentially look at the players. Look at, you know, B.J. Ojolari flash after the first couple of games. Paris Johnson Jr. hasn't missed a snap. Garrett Williams came back and it made an immediate impact in the game. It wasn't too slow for him or it wasn't too fast for him. Michael Wilson led the charge early on as being kind of a buzzy guy putting up good numbers, and he's been injured, and then he hasn't – I don't know, he's got a pass. I think he's got one pass the last two weeks. And then Trey McBride, obviously, a guy who's really – like that's what we were looking for this year while watching this team. Where are the box – where are the checked boxes? Or where are the – no, that box is no longer a question mark. It now needs to be filled. And there are a couple of guys we'll talk about in the next segment. The, 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 the guys right in the middle where it's like – these next two weeks will make or break their career with the Cardinals. And, we, you know, you can joke and say, well, maybe they'd be better off somewhere else or, you know, whatever it is. If you can't make the Cardinals, you're not going to make a different roster. Like, you know, that, that's not the point of this segment. The point of this segment and this podcast is to explain and convey that things will become more and more clear every day from here on until the 2024 season starts. If it's 50-50 on if a team, a player is going to return or if a, you know, if a rookie standing out or whatever it is, there will be no hiding in Sunday, on Sunday, in Philadelphia. We're going to find out. And, you know, with the Cardinals having the second overall pick as of right now and chances of them probably not 
probably not, um, you know, going to win another game. It's serious time, and you're going to include Kyler Murray there. That conversation gets more complicated. So I'll discuss a little bit of Kyler Murray next, just to acknowledge, obviously, because that is the biggest question mark, even though I think he'll come back, even though I think he should come back, even though I think that everything that Jonathan Gannon and Monty Osford said up until this point is true, that Kyler Murray is their guy. Drew Petzing as well. is He's their guy. Cool. He played pretty well against Phil. I mean, he, he put up okay numbers against Chicago. There was that late touchdown that, you know, padded the stats a little bit to Greg Dortch. But we're going to find out on Sunday. A lot. What players are under the microscope? Who are the 50-50 guys? Let's discuss it. Next, we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals. Your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. Um, if you're a small business and you need help hiring, you know you want to have as many top-tier candidates as you can get your hands on, right? That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs, man. Uh, they have the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. There's over a billion professionals on LinkedIn. Makes it the best place to, to hire. It's easy when you have qualified candidates. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time, you know, resources to hire. Thankfully, with, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. I'm so happy you're here every day, or if you've been here since 2017. Uh, this is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals. Thank you. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on, leave a like on the video. It means a lot to me. If you want to leave a review, find where you, you know where you listen to your podcast. Um, love that too. If not, I'm just happy you're here. You know, um, so the Cardinals travel to Philly, double digit double digit underdogs. It's coming to an end soon. Jonathan Gannon revenge game. Think that defense, the Philadelphia Eagles, missing Jonathan Gannon? They'll say no. The amount of players they've had to add to still stink on the defensive side of the ball. They they were better the last couple of weeks. Like Tyrod Taylor had a just a bomb. Just a perfect drop in the bucket to Steve Slayton. Um, Steve Slayton. Wow. Darius Slayton uh, last week. They kind of padded the numbers. They the Philly turned the ball over on the opening kick with the second half with two special teamers running into each other, which gave the Giants a short field for another score. Um, but this Eagles defense was not last year's Eagles defense. You could say it's arguably more talented, even though they've dealt with injuries. Jonathan Gannon not being there, obviously. And Nick Rallis not being there. Obviously a big miss for them because you're white as well. So players under a microscope that is really going to come to light on Sunday. So these are all, you know, varying degrees of importance for this roster. I mean, I, Antonio Hamilton's one, okay? Even though I've said, you know, none of the corners are going to make the roster, you would think. He's been around, okay? He's shown flashes this year of good and definitely bad, but we'll see. Uh, Starling Thomas, mo most likely, I would assume, will be on the roster next year, but he, ha he hasn't played very well this year, but this is going to be, you know, the icing on the cake for him. Um, I think all the receivers 
I think all the receivers. Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, and Ring Dorch. All of them. They've tried really hard with Rondell Moore. Like, Rondell Moore would thrive if they had other options. Like, if, 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 other, if there was other talent in the wide receiver room, Rondell Moore would be able to be more of that quintessential dictionary different gadget guy where you could use him in different spots and not have it have to be gimmicky or, you know, give him handoffs or whatever it is. Like he's not, he needs to go to a high powered offense to take it over the top. And maybe the Cardinals can pivot into that next year. You know, this is very transitional for the team with Kyler Murray, obviously being out and not really having a whole lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball in the wide receiver room. Um, Hollywood Brown. I think that's it. Like they released Marco Wilson, traded Isaiah seven fourth season started. I don't see a path to where Hollywood Brown comes back next year. Unless he wants to take less money, unless they want to franchise tag him, unless they want to get weird. I don't, he hasn't shown enough at this point. He's been out the last couple of weeks with a heel, which you can't fault him for at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Greg Dortch, like this may be for the wide receivers. This is the biggest game for Greg Dortch because here's the thing. Anytime he gets time, anytime he gets opportunities, he he produces. Pretty much consistent as gravity at this point. Probably, I mean, I'm assuming a portion of it has to do with opposing teams not scheming for him because he's the fourth or fifth receiver off the sideline. But with Hollywood Brown out, he had the, the 40-yard touchdown uh, uh, catch and run last week, which was great. Like, you know, I want to see it. I want to see it again. I want to see him get 10 targets in a game. I want to see it. Like a real, not just one-off, three targets with, you know, three catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. I want to see him. I want to see him get – I know he got looks last week, but I want to see him all over the field. Slot outside, whatever. Put him in the put him in the, in the backfield. Doesn't matter. He's fast, also. But I want to see the Greg Dorch experience, especially against a porous defense, um, a, a porous pass defense, where, like, this is what I picture on Sunday: Kyler Murray running for his life, and wide receivers needing to get open. That's what I picture. That's where Greg Dorch eats. That's where Kyler Murray eats. It's where Greg Dorch eats. I would love to see a lot of that on top of, you know, Trey McBride. And I'll talk about Pat the victory uh, in, the, in the final segment per, per always. Um, this one is the one that hurts. It, you know, the biggest question mark for me is DJ Humphreys. I think they're going to find a left guard. I think Elijah Wilkerson's days are numbered as a starting guard for the Cardinals. Got a whole offseason to bring in some talent. This could very well be the last the last moment where it's like, yep, it's time. DJ Humphreys is no longer the starting left tackle for the Cardinals come 2024. And, you know, I've gone back and forth with people on on, on Twitter and, and elsewhere in person, you know, YouTube comments, everything about DJ Humphreys. And got a lot of comments like, oh, he's never been good. He's never been elite. He's never been this, never been that. And I'm you know what? He never garnered left tackle one money. 
The the Cardinals were never hamstrung by his contracts. Probably the best, probably the best contract career arc that Steve kind of facilitated with one player while he was here. And nobody ever said TJ Humphreys was elite. TJ Humphreys is a top 20 left tackle. And you only know when you don't have a top 20 left tackle and you're constantly talking about said left tackle. And this year, he's not anymore. And I think it's painfully obvious the left side of the offensive line is not good. So, unfortunately, they're facing the old Arizona Cardinal, Hassan Reddick. They got Fletcher Cox and Jim Carter in the interior. They've got linebackers galore who you know rushed the passer. Nolan Smith, we talked about. Uh, I talked about Louis DiBiase of, of Lockdown Eagles yesterday. Um, that Shaq Leonard they signed, who's lived in the backfield the last two weeks after having a slow start with them. This is potentially going to be the final. Oh no, it's over. And it sucks. You know, and this isn't being a homer. This isn't, you know, because uh, if you, you know, every day, you know, I, I ain't that. Um, it's tough to see players who have been so important to this team, so incredibly important to the locker room, and just been around for a long time, hit that wall where it's like, you're no longer an asset to the team like you once were on the field at your current position. Now, I don't know if that means they can move him to left guard. I don't know. I, listen, I haven't done a deep dive on DJ Humphrey's history. But what I will tell you is that DJ Humphreys is not what he once was. And unfortunately, we may see the final oh no moment on Sunday against the Eagles. Alex Lacey, Locked on Cardinals. What's the path to victory? I will hit that next here on Locked on Cardinals. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. You know, DoorDash is so convenient. Okay, and it's it doesn't just deliver, you know, places that you that already deliver, obviously. It delivers to places that, you know, you love. You're like, but I don't really want to leave my house. I... You know, I'm watching the game, watching the Cardinals. I'm trying to figure out what, you know, you know, watching Kyle Murray. I'm like, you know, I just want to eat something. I'm like, cool. A couple of places that I love that DoorDash delivers in the in the Phoenix area. Postino, great food, lights there. You got boards. You got, you know, some great apps there and stuff. Julio's 2 is my favorite Mexican restaurant that is, is in Scottsdale. And it's, you know, DoorDash it has you covered. And then even better than that. You get 50% off of the $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. You got to enter code LOCK23. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change. Terms apply. Locked on Cardinals is also brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, football season is almost over, man. Weather is getting colder. The NFL offers stay hot at FanDuel. And right now, 
new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is it's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, et cetera. Single game parlays are awesome. You bet a little, you do some over-unders, you win a lot. Like, FanDuel's got you covered for everything, man. They've got futures. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win Coach of the Year? Who's going to win uh, MVP, which is a which is a hot-button issue right now? So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Uh, path to victory. This is going to be very simple. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. That is not the path to victory for the Cardinals. I flipsy doodled that on on, on accident. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel. Search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button. Almost at 3,000 followers. Would love to hit that by the end of the season. Um, path to victory is path to victory. Okay? Don't turn the ball over. Turnover Jalen Hurts, and they've had a proclivity to turn the ball over. Um, it's going to be difficult with A.J. Brown, with Devonta Smith, with Dallas Goddard, with DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. Like, they've got weapons, but the Cardinals are going to have to turn the ball over. They're going to have to win the turnover battle if they want to win this game. Number two, it's Trey McBride all day long. Trey McBride should have 10 receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown on Sunday. There's no reason why. With this Swiss cheese secondary and pass pass protect or um uh, pass defense that the Eagles have had, that the Cardinals can't exploit it. I know that they're kind of devoid of talent. I know that. I've watched the games. I talk to you about it every day. But they've got to get Trey McBride all the targets. And I mentioned Greg George last, last segment. Greg George also. Calibre's got to throw the ball. And he's going to be on the run. Okay, it's where he eats. The you know, the downside of that is the offensive line is going to have to protect. And that's going to be a challenge against another ridiculously difficult front seven to pass to, to pass block against. And run block for that matter. I mean, this defense up front is, is nightmare fuel. But they've got to get Trey McBride. Trey McBride's got to be wide receiver one. He just does. And then, you know, the third one, this is a game where, and I just got, and obviously, you know, getting James Conner involved, these are paths to victory, but like the staples or the pillars is win the turnover battle, Trey McBride get all the targets, get him 15, 17, 18 targets, doesn't matter. And Kyler Murray needs to put on a 300-plus yard all-purpose performance with a couple touchdowns. I'm even pressed to say 350. Throw for 275, run for 75. Doesn't really matter how it happens. But Kyler Murray needs to be special on Sunday. And with that, and I'll and I'll, and I'll leave you with this as, as we go into the weekend and we'll you know reconvene Monday of next week on New Year's. Kyler Murray can really hammer home his QB1 status against Philly. He's played okay during his first five weeks, all right? And This is a go get him game where he could put up those video game numbers where it shows, yes, even against a team that's vying for an NFL or an NFC uh, crown and another Super Bowl appearance, he can still put up the numbers, regardless of the defense 
what it is. This is still a team that has the 49ers have the most talent, obviously. I mean, the, the Eagles probably have top three talent in the NFL roster wise, one to 53 on game day. And if Kyler Murray less than two months off an ACL tear can come out and put, you know, video game numbers up and have the, have the Cardinals compete on Sunday against that team be very good for the naysayers of Kyler Murray, as well as the front office who probably already has Kyler Murray pen, or penciled in, if not sharpied in, or pen, something indelible, something you can't erase, um, into QB1 for 2024 and beyond, this will really be – it'll be refreshing to see for Cardinals fans and media members alike. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals, I will talk to you on Monday. Have a happy new year. Safe. This is the last podcast of 2023. How is that possible? Talk to you in 2024.